0: We've got news this week on a brand new hotel coming to downtown Louisville. Also a drive through convenience store, which some might say is equally exciting. That's all next on the Access Louisville podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is... David Mann and joining me today is Shea Van Hoy. Hey everybody. Ellie Tolbert. Hi. And Jason Thomas. What it is. Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week we bring you the latest news and plenty of sharp opinions on what's going on here in Louisville, Kentucky. We'll start out this week with a brand new hotel that Jason just wrote about. Jason, what's Dream Louisville?
1: Mm, Dream Movable is the latest uh, hotel coming to town. is from a Dream Hotel Group, which is based out of Manhattan, actually. And it's a uh, it's 168 rooms. It's right there on Museum Row, uh, 811 Main Street, uh, right there by Nickters, and um, all the uh, Museum Row uh attractions. And it's going to have, let's see, it's going to have. Four original food and beverage options, including a signature restaurant and one of my favorites, a rooftop lounge. You can never have enough Thank rooftop God. lounges in a city, right?
0: It's just not downtown <laughs> unless you go sit on a rooftop.
1: <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's also going to have 10,000 square feet of meeting space. So it's, it's a pretty massive project and they're hoping to break ground uh, in spring next year and to open in 2025.
0: Nice. I think you answered all my questions. I was going to ask you. <laughs> right off Fire the bat, segment. man. No, no follow-up questions. Right Get it out. That's all there is <laughs> I tonight. should have looked at the script, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, it's on Museum Row. Well, what used to be there before? I don't think you told us that.
1: Um, I think that's where the Army Surplus store was and a couple other vacant buildings. That's where the resurfaced. I don't know if you remember that a couple years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. Of that, I think a lot of
0: people remember that. That was a mm-hmm. good use That was of a space. cool
1: gig. A yeah, volunteer setting that up. Uh, they need to do more of those pop up things. Uh, that was a trend there for a little bit, but
0: yeah, it's a cool thing. All right, and uh, so where else does Dream Hotels have locations?
1: Well, the investment group that's opening this one actually um, opened one in Nashville not too long ago, and the actual brand itself opened in Oklahoma City recently. So it's they dubbed themselves a fast growing hotel group. So I'm sure we'll see more come online, and it's uh Looks like a pretty, pretty, um, pretty upscale, upscale group they have there. It's four stars, and so it's a, uh, it's gonna, gonna kick up the uh, options around here in Louisville, I think, hospitality
0: wise. I think so. Uh, anyone surprised about a, kind of this? You know, it's a larger announcement of a hotel. It seems like lately we've been seeing a lot of uh, more boutique hotels, uh, popping in. So, is it surprising that we have this? Um, this big one coming online, Shay. I'll go to you on this.
2: One. I think it's kind of the, you know, mid size. Like obviously it's you know one tenth the size or well,
0: it's no well, Omni, you know. Yeah, well,
2: <laughs> Salt House is thirteen hundred rooms, I think, and Marriott yeah. has six fifty, and uh, Omni has six hundred or whatever. But yeah, compared to like the Grady, I think had left less than a hundred rooms, and then places like these no touch hotels, which stay tuned for that here for. Early, early next year when Ellie's gonna be uh doing some hotel cover story writing uh on the, on a trend of like no touch where you kind of check in like an Airbnb, you don't talk to anyone uh, you know, at a at a counter or whatever. Um, but those are yeah, like the Bellwether, you know, um Hancock House, 20, 30, 40 rooms. So uh, it is nice to see some, you know, downtown get something a little more like in new uh, online with like 21c or that kind of size with the uh, number of rooms um in the like jason said the not just the food but the also the um the rooftop bar which uh we could probably talk about more but it's uh there's just compared to other cities louisville has just hardly any options to sit on a rooftop especially downtown i mean there's eight up and uh well we we had an event last night at distill which has so still had a cool rooftop. Bar. Yeah. yeah, but it's sort of the second floor, so it's not like rooftop or a. Yeah, yeah, yeah so- it's not the
0: top. It's the. Right. It's a a roof.
2: <laughs> it, we're only looking for on the top of buildings. That's what we want more of. <laughs>
0: exactly, I want to sit up high. Come on. Uh, speaking of that, you know that was the first time I'd been to Distill. Uh, so I guess these, um, you know, that was kind of a hard luck break for Distill because they opened like what a couple of months before the pandemic and. Uh, I don't think a lot of people have seen that. I mean, we were in we were getting ready to leave last night and I was talking to someone who said, "How do I get out of here?" <laughs> no one had ever been there before. So uh so I think that was a, a it was fun to go there for our, we were there for our Bourbonomics panel last night. So Yeah, um,
1: as I was leaving last night, I walked by their uh, steak steak restaurant, the Revelry, and it was it was packed. I was like I was like blown away, was like, "Wow, Thursday, I mean, it is just
2: yeah, a lot of people in there." Right. Uh I stayed at the Moxie, which is cheaper and aimed kind of aimed at younger people. But the cool thing is, is like, you know, you, you can access either hotel without going outside. So if you're staying in the Moxie or the Distill, you could go to the other one's bar uh, kind of by just walking through a doorway into Mm -hmm. the other hotel. And it's a really cool project, but that was the first time I'd been to that outdoor area, which was uh, really, really neat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So more rooftop bars. That's what we need in town. Uh, The only other one that comes to mind is 8Up, which I think you're on the uppermost roof on that one. Um, And, uh, you know, that's anytime I've been there, it's usually pretty crowded. I think it also makes sense in the pandemic because a lot of people want to sit outside. So, uh, you know, it's it's nice to be able to do that. Some days, I guess it would be too hot or too cold to do that. Uh, Heaters can go a long way, Um, but but yeah, that's definitely a feature that, think urban dwellers like is to you know sit and admire their, their urban surroundings. So mm-hmm. um so glad to see that moving into town. We'll switch gears here uh and talk about the new another big construction project. Um Ellie, you were just out uh uh looking at what will be the new VA hospital. So what's the news this week?
3: Yeah, so um <laughs> the United States Department for Veterans Affairs. Did I get that right? I think I did. (laughs) Um, They broke ground on the new Robley Rex VA Medical Center. It's um, an $840 million project, so pretty big. Um, It's going to be nearly a million square feet, um, just kind of -of state-of-the-art hospital for veterans and um, yeah. And they, it will feature a something I thought was kind of cool, it'll feature a woman's health clinic. Apparently, um, when talking about veterans' health, women are often overlooked because there's not as many female veterans as there's male veterans.
0: I can totally um, see that being true.
3: Yeah, so it's going to have um, a, a specific women's clinic that will cater to women. So Yeah.
0: Uh, that project has been uh, two, two, two asides here. One, someone on Facebook, on our Facebook page, which is the, Uh, most negative place on earth uh said something to the effect of the veterans deserve better than this i was like the veterans deserve better than a brand new nearly one billion dollar highway that's very accessible or a hospital that's very accessible from the highway okay all right um so i thought it was like a little down on what seems to be a pretty you know a pretty good development for veterans um and then a, a second aside um You had a a great quote on uh on this project from John Yarmouth. Uh he kind of remarked on how long this project has been in development. So what was John Yarmouth's quote?
3: Yeah, John Yarmouth had several good quotes. So it was hard to pick which he's a quotable man. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but he had a quote that was Um, this may not be government at its fastest, but it's government at its finest.
0: Um
3: which I thought was pretty good because he talked about how this project was first introduced in 2006 when he was running for Congress. So it's been like 15 years since then. And it's Mm -hmm. only just now breaking ground, Um, which is there was several reasons for that, apparently. Um, One, just it took a while to secure the funding, um, which but he said it was kind of a team effort for that with him and um senator mitch mcconnell so um it's gotten you know support and approval on you know both parties both sides of the aisle but Mm -hmm. um there was also some lawsuits apparently neighbors didn't want that site to um house a nearly a million square foot hospital so i think
0: yeah the the there was a lot of people just kind of the not in my backyard crowd that were Mm -hmm. um Uh, against having, you know, a a high density hospital near their property or, you know, near their neighborhood. Um, But it is, I mean, it seems like a good spot in that it's very accessible from the Watterson Expressway. Uh, You know, I'm a big supporter of downtown, so I always like to see stuff built downtown. But I mean, as far as serving veterans, it seems like it's in a good spot for that.
3: Yeah, um, I, I would get not wanting it if it was a top golf or something, but as a hospital, you'd think that people would want a veterans hospital. On why, a space why can't that's a it good be spot. Yeah, I know. It's the, it's,
0: I know. They, you know, show a little uh, on Veterans Day. Uh, right. Yesterday was Veterans Day. Uh, you know, show a little respect. Um, Let's see here. So when is the uh, project going to be completed? Did you mention that already? I can't can't
3: remember. (laughs) I don't think I mentioned it. Yeah, it's supposed to be around 2026. So, you know, we already waited 15 years. What's five more? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Exactly. What's a few more? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. but uh, it will be nice when that facility is finally open. Uh, Glad they finally got started on it. And we had a pretty it seemed like a pretty big to do. You had McConnell there. You had uh, John Yarmuth. Bashir was there. Fisher was there. Of course, and uh, you know it seems like you got you had a lot to cover uh, with that story. So, anyway, we'll switch gears here and talk about an equally uh, huge prod project uh, that is coming to town, and that is Farm Stores. I'm being facetious. (laughs) That Farm Stores is not as big as a VA hospital or a hotel, (laughs) Um, but uh, what is Farm Stores? Where is it going?
3: I mean, if you hate getting out of your car as much as i do it might be you know a of a you product. might be right yeah yeah
0: oh these
1: younger kids today
3: i <laughs> am so spoiled with my back in my day my we got out stores. of our cars <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um but no it's a convenience store that is only drive through and walk-up window so um it's going in a former rallies so it's got the double drive through um and you can base they're going to have like a a menu kind of. Like a fast food would, but it's convenience store items instead of fast food. And um, yeah, and then you order, they bring it out to your car, and they can put it directly in your trunk. And they also have like bakery items and coffee and those types of stuff too. Right. So,
0: considering yeah. how small a rallies is, I was kind of surprised when you mentioned how much stuff they had because I was like, how much can they keep, you know, in that spot? But mm-hmm. well, I guess they those, can figure it out.
3: Yeah, they mentioned that that's one of the biggest stores they have <laughs> yeah, so guess, so yeah huh. they're normally smaller than that so i don't know they they make it work
1: <laughs> this is a so, foreign concept to me i'm so confused by it
0: um did you ever go to has either of you guys ever gone to rallies oh yeah
3: there's, there's a rally. yeah right. by my house the but i've never been
0: I, I like i've been once um did you guys use the left hand drive through when you were going to rallies or always that
2: i don't i'm sure i've been to rallies but um i don't i don't i'm weird in that i don't like drive-throughs in general um i hate sitting in them because you get trapped and you don't know how long you're Mm going to be there oh yeah so um so i now i use them of course from time to time but i like i think that like farm stores just kind of maybe lucked out because now you know, with COVID, there are some restaurants that are opening just drive through only. So they kind of ha- provide something that already that have that model that people are moving to. Um, my wonder was if like Rick Patino is going to try to like now start uh, be- doing Hawking a parking for farm, farm stores. stores. Yeah. Because he <laughs> used, used to do for rallies and, and rallies what well, started in Jeffersonville or Jeffersonville. And now it's not mm-hmm. headquartered here. But at one point it was huh. this was the home base for rallies. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, and checkers. Yeah, <laughs> um, You know, I went to rallies a couple of times, but I always went to the one, you know, the the correct drive through where, where the driver <laughs> could reach it. I would think that the other one would be hard because you'd have to have a passenger with you in order to get your food. And that would necessitate admitting to another person that you're going to rallies. So <laughs> uh, that's why I'm- that's hard.
3: I never thought about that before. Yeah, I
0: mean, you have to reach
3: across. The I'm seat. like five foot, and my wingspan is very small, so I don't think that I could reach the yeah. food if I went to the other one.
0: I wonder how many accidental like sh- shifted into reverse, you know, and like hit the car behind. <laughs> um,
2: well, the before La Bamba re- tore down and rebuilt their uh, restaurant. Of course, any chance I get to talk about La Bamba, I'm going to. Uh, they their drive through was backward. Oh, really. Uh, yeah, I was oh, on the wrong mm-hmm. side. And I don't know why, because it was an old Brax or, or a Wendy's or something because it had that glass atrium. But yeah, and when they, but then that was interesting when they rebuilt so they could have more space to have tenants in there, including the Bon meat uh, shop that's in there now. They just got rid of the drive through and you have to go into La Bamba now to get it. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. theirs was weird and I never used it for that reason. Um, but it, it also reminds me of this, something came back to me from when I was a kid and my dad got a new car and it, it, you know, that was back probably around the first time when a normal car, not like a Cadillac had like power windows, he had a truck. And I was like, so um, I was like five or six. And I was like, so, um, why do you have controls for my window as the passenger? And he's like, well, just so you can roll it down. I'm like, was it just in case like the passenger has a broken arm and they can't work the thing? And he's like, no, it's just because if you're like riding by yourself, you can put it down. And I, could not get this concept of why he, <laughs> how he could control my window and why he had that power
0: <laughs> man they give the driver a lot of power in those cars
2: <laughs> and you could lock the windows you know right right so i remember kids that. or dogs can't jump out
0: yeah that
1: comes comes in handy with the kids these days. i'll tell you
2: <laughs> yeah I bet, I bet
0: uh ellie farm stores said they don't usually to go to big cities but louisville was okay why was that
3: Yeah. So, I mean, just based off the name, farm stores, they kind of have this very you know, small town, your local store, like mom and pop shop type feel and aesthetic, even though they are a chain that has, I think, mm, I don't want to get this wrong. I feel like they had at least a hundred stores, but I'm not. I'm going to look
0: it up while you're talking.
3: Okay, cool. They had a lot, but um, yeah, so they kind of have this this aesthetic of being small town feel mm-hmm. um and louisville to them was a growing market so they kind of wanted to move into they're moving they're expanding a, a lot of places not just in louisville but um they wanted to expand into kentucky and they wanted to come to louisville and since louisville is a big town but also kind of a small town they said it has kind of a big city feel and um they also wanted to be around a lot of Uh, in a neighborhood around a lot of rooftops because they kind of pride themselves on being like if you miss something at the store you come to farm stores and just get that one thing you forgot or whatever um so so yeah so louisville just has a good mix of residential and urban or small town big town feel
0: suburban enough um
1: how do you like
0: do you go online to like see what they have at this
1: particular spot and then go and pick it up? Or can you just go on? And go, oh, I forgot toothpaste. I'm going to go over here.
3: Yeah, they they have a menu <laughs> at the store, or they, they will. That's that's actually not up yet, but they will have a menu at the store so that you can just pull through it like a regular old drive through. Huh. Um, but they also have an app. So you can either look at their app and uh, order online or just right. look at their app to see what they have and then go order it at the store.
1: Huh. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, Try to order some like farm animals, like pull up to the speaker and go, I'll take <laughs> hey. a goat and a chicken, please. will be like, Hey, mama's Wait. in there today. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> be yeah. like, Sir,
1: this is it's not
0: that kind of farm store. <laughs>
2: <Mm-mm. Yeah. laughs>
0: I think we've talked about this longer than the hotel and the hospital. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a talker, man. You have to, I don't know, it's a cool, it's, I don't know, unique, I think. And you it's know, unique. Ellie said that they're not like, wanting to be off just an aesthetics at like, you know, your average gas station, cause they don't sell gas. So you just, you know, but they want to be in your homes where you can, um, you know, get, I don't I find found myself during COVID doing this a decent amount going to Walgreens more for just like, like household items than Kroger because it's just quicker to get in and out. And I don't want to, you know, you're kind of starting to stay away from people and, like right. krogers are crowded and and also value market so i can see the appeal of being like i don't want to i don't want to get out of my car and go in a store when i just need milk and like you know some beef jerky
3: yeah and they have they have <laughs> household items too they don't it's not even just food they have like paper towels toothpaste all that type of stuff too but yeah,
0: yeah. um let's see here so i can't find how many stores they have but they do say they have Thirty plus operating franchise locations, including Kentucky. And if you're interested in farm stores, the initial investment is ninety-six thousand dollars to open a franchise. Um, so there, we made Did it a businessy.
1: They only go specifically in rallies. No, no,
3: yeah, they that they. I, I asked that. I was like, do you guys look for rundown fast food chains? Because I feel like Louisville's the right place for you. Um, but
0: Yeah,
3: but they um they sometimes build you know from the ground up like new stores but huh. it's cost effective to move into pe- yeah. fast food chains so yeah. when I they
0: have he, the Yeah you said that's the best it. way to do it is mm-hmm. drop throughs
1: already there all this yeah. thin plays. Uh, the, there
2: was a there's a sh- old show uh called Dr. Katz was an animated show on Comedy Central and it was a stand up comedian who the whole premise of the show that he was a shrink And he would uh, talk to comedians and really it was just an avenue for them to get their bits out. And it was pretty funny, but this one comedian, I can't remember who did a bit about how anything that moves into an old IHOP, like you're like, everyone knows that you're an old IHOP. You're like, Hey, there you're preparing my taxes, but you're in an old IHOP. Um, (laughs) And so, Kind of just the funny shape of their rooftops, uh, which is like kind of the old racks or, wendy's locations with that sun atrium that i've mentioned and oh yeah in long john
0: silvers it's oh yeah
2: yeah it's just like one. pizza hut because pizza hut has <laughs> yeah,
3: the, like, the ropes.
2: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah long john silver especially the old ones with the ropes out front like the- <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah um yeah you just can't make that into anything else <laughs> we had
1: one uh, of those atriums on our house growing up and it was a flat roof house and my friends always teased me that i lived at a fast food restaurant <laughs> <laughs> That's thankfully my parents put a nicer patio on there eventually
0: <laughs> yeah those were big in the 80s those uh front yeah HMs. uh wow we went way off topic on that um <laughs> and my next question is pretty Our listeners topic. are getting to know is a lot better yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's the go-to convenience store food for you guys i'm gonna start because it's beef jerky and i don't want anybody else, say, oh, else to say dang it, it because that is my like if things are not going right Beef jerky will usually like solve the problem for me. So, but I know it's bad for you. I shouldn't, shouldn't eat that
2: stuff. But uh,
0: what do you guys think it's the go-to convenience store food? Uh, whoever wants to take this. One. I bet Shay has an opinion.
2: Uh, well, I once, me and an, um, a reporter at the News and Tribune, uh, Eric Campbell at the time did a feature where we tried like seven or eight different kinds of convenience store roller hot food. And then reviewed it. And <laughs> by the end of that experiment, I remember Eric was just laying down on the desk, <laughs> his, desk his head down. So like burger dogs, which is the burger. Tornado. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that I would not do that again. I used to get for breakfast all the time. The uh, tornado roller girl things, the ranchero steak and cheese, which is still fantastic. Ooh. So I'll go with that for a hot item for a like road trip item. Um its or Combos.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Picks.
1: Hmm. I'm going to say more of the Sweet Tooth for me. I'll hop in there for like if I'm craving a dark chocolate Milky Way or something. Or maybe like a I need a shot of protein. I'll get a protein bar or something like that. So it's more yeah, of a minor, more spontaneous, here. yeah, spur of the moment type things.
0: Ellie, you yeah. got, got one for us?
3: Yeah, well, I have like short-term memory loss or something because every time i go to a convenience store i am like hmm chex mix sounds good and then i always get chex mix and then it's always not that good (laughs) but it happens every single time like
0: just good packaging like yeah, one. it draws
3: me in. Every time I look. I'm like, "Oh, that sounds good." And then I try it and then I'm like, "Well,
2: it wasn't really with
0: pretzels in it." <laughs> yeah.
2: And nuts. Uh, 17 unrelated items together in a box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th- there's that. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. "I've never liked Chex mix. I don't me get either. it." I've tried. And if I don't you
0: like put it. like some like cheese powder on it or something, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just the regular, just not for me. All right. Well, that's a very important discussion about Louisville. What's the go-to convenience food? Uh, you know, Louisville's home to a convenience store chain. So there you go, Thornton's. There's Give a you some little market research there. <laughs> um I'm sure they know what they're doing though. Um, let's see. So that's all we have for this week's show. But before we go, we will go around the room here and you guys can share your social media handles. Uh, Shay, I'll start with you on that.
2: Yeah, my Twitter handle is just at my name, Shay Van Hoy, and I'll also try to post uh, as much content as I can on LinkedIn, uh, my LinkedIn page.
0: All right, Ellie, where can people find you?
3: My Twitter is at BF Lou Eleanor, and then my LinkedIn is just my name, Eleanor Tolbert.
0: All right, Jason, where can people find you online? Yeah, I'm on Twitter and
1: LinkedIn at Scoop Thomas. I'm sorry. Twitter and Instagram. It's I always mess this up for some reason. I get on my <laughs> Twitter and Instagram under Scoop Thomas and LinkedIn just under my name, Jason Thomas.
0: All right. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under the name dman3001. And you can find me on LinkedIn, of course, to sharing a lot of business first content. Um, if you like this podcast, you can find it on popular podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. If you like what you hear please consider subscribing on those services thank you very much shay ellie and jason and thank you guys for listening to us at home and we'll see you next time bye see you